0: Maybe we can just have a low fan, huh? Yeah. Okay. Excuse me. 18th chapter. Mm-hmm. Where did we leave off? Is anybody new? I think that takes 48, I like think. What? No, Mr. Smarty Pants. He you <laughs> be
1: <that dog>. sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it could be you or for years. Year. So you're not the only one. I think. <laughs> <laughs> you're the most fun to <laughs> pick. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> your day's coming. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> you
0: know, I think you're right. Party bands. On the work list. All right. Let's kick it off with 48. How about that? Sahajam Karma Kantayasa Dosham Apinatajit sarv Sarvaram Bahi Doshena Dumina Gair uh, Duminignir Ibabita I'm just gonna have to get the uh, I get this eye mucus Translation, every endeavor is covered by some fault, just as fire is covered by smoke. Therefore, one should not give up the work from his, uh, of his nature, O son of Kunti, even if such work is full of fault. Purport, in conditioned life, all work is contaminated by the material modes of nature, even if one is a Brahmana. He has to perform sacrifices in which animal killing is necessary. We don't do that anymore, but at one time that was true. Similarly, a chattraya, however pious he may be, has to fight enemies. He cannot avoid it. Similarly, a merchant, however pious he may be, must sometimes hide his profit to stay in business. Or he may sometimes have to do business on the black market. These things are necessary. One cannot avoid them. Similarly, even though a man is a sudra serving a bad master, he has to carry out the order of the master, even though it should not be done. Despite these flaws, one should not, uh, excuse me, one should continue to carry out his prescribed duties, for they are born out of his own nature. A very nice example is given herein although fire is pure still there is smoke yet smoke does not make the fire impure even uh, even though there is smoke in the fire fire is still considered to be purest of all elements if one prefers to give up the work if one prefers to give up the work of a chatriya and take up the occupation of a brahmana he he is uh, he is not assured that in the occupation of a brahmana there will be no unpleasant duties. One may then conclude that in the material world no one can become completely free from the contamination of the material nature. Very important point. This example of fire and smoke uh, is very appropriate in this connection. When in wintertime one takes a stone from the fire. Sometimes smoke disturbs the eyes and other parts of the body. But still, one must take, make use of the fire despite disturbing conditions. Similarly, one should not give, give up this material occupa- his material occupation because there are some disturbing elements. Rather, one should be determined to serve the Supreme Lord by his occupational duty in Krishna consciousness, that is the perfectional point. When a particular type of occupation is performed for the satisfaction of the Lord, all the defects in that particular occupation are purified. When the results of work are purified, when, connect, when connected with devotional service, one becomes perfect and seeing the self within. And that is self-realization. Every endeavor is, cov- uh, is covered by some fault, just as fire is covered by smoke. Therefore, one should not give up the work born of his nature, O son of Kunti, even if such work is full of fault. Uh, I remember in uh, 1975, uh, I was engaged in marketing, uh, I was for so many decades, but the company that I worked for made uh, household appliances and pressure cookers and things like that. So for the most part, it was pretty pious. Then all of a sudden, they de- They developed uh, what what they called the the Presto Burger. It was a it was a little thing. You take it, opened up like a waffle iron, and you put a a ball of hamburger meat in there. You closed it, and you plugged it in, and it cooked a hamburger in a minute, you know, or whatever. And so right away, I thought, oh my God, you know, I'm going to be selling these things. They had it on the Johnny Carson show. Johnny Carson's holding it up, advertising it, and boy, thousands of them were being sold. So I said to Uh, My old friend Tripurari Swami, when I was visiting Chicago, I said, this is horrible. You know, should I just quit and walk away from this? He said, nonsense. He says, you've opened your home up, you have a temple. This is money that's coming from the sales of this. You're going to support the devotees? Huh? Family? And this temple. He said, this is, and he, he quoted this verse. He said there's in an, any endeavor, especially in Kali Yuga, there's going to be some fault, but it's overcome by, not that we should look to get into some occupation, it has, but sometimes that's there. So uh, that was my prescribed duty for that time, place, and circumstance. So does that make any sense? yeah So sometimes there's going to be, our activities, uh, I was just talking with one godbrother who's having some difficulty um, in managing, you know. And anyway, he was saying, I'm trying to do this. And people are interpreting it as this, you know, as something different. And I said, you just have to keep on working with, because I know his intentions are, I know his intentions are pure. I mean, I've known him for so long, and, I'm, and I've helped him in, the, in his endeavors. I said, you just have to keep on with this good intention. And you can't be attached to people saying, a boy." that's just sense gratification. I want to do it, serve Guru and Krishna, and I want you to pat me on the back. Nah. So not only do we not seek that, but we have to get to the point that uh, when somebody may criticize. They may criticize. You have good intentions, even you're having good intentions, good results, it really looks like Guru and Krishna are happy. But you've got somebody, there's a voice in the crowd over there, and they're talking to this one over here, and it's. And so you think, I want everybody to like me. -hmm. Yeah. Did you have questions? No, I was covering the sun. Oh, you're just waving? (laughs) The the sun (laughs) is. By the way, it's good to have you back. (laughs) I know I told you that already, but I still feel that.
2: It is good to be back.
0: (laughs) Are you going to stay? For as long as you always did. Oh. You you heard it. (laughs) Let's record it. Make a (laughs) Uh, uh, you heard it. So you make a promise to a Brahmin, you'll be damned to hell. (laughs) (laughs) At least you won't be alone. (laughs) I was waiting for you. it let it out. Go uh, on. All right, any any discussions or questions? <laughs> what?
1: So the main main uh, aspect seems the motivation to examine our motives.
0: Yeah, Prabhupada gives a really good uh example. Prabhupada said intentions mean uh all of it. You, you can sit somewhere else if that sun's going to, because that's kind of a pain, isn't it?
1: Uh, you
0: Who's that lurking outside? Another uh, guest. Hey, Hare Krishna! Good to see you.
1: Uh,
0: Prabhupada says, Imagine this. Now think about this. In marketing, they taught us to take people through the story. So, and it starts with these words. This is good for preaching, too. Picture this. Those are powerful words. Because what do you do when I say that? You Picture it. Picture this. You're in a room. There's a room over there, and there's a room over there. In that room there's a man, and in that room there's a man. Both of them have very sharp knives. Both of them intend to cut you. One is a surgeon. One is a thief. The cutting is the same, Robert says. However, the surgeon's intent is to help. He's cutting and helping. Uh, the thief, he's cutting to weaken you so he can steal or, you know, hurt you, so he can steal. The intention, you see. So, Krishna tastes the intention. You may go out in the, in the lots to distribute books, and your intention is to serve Srila Prabhupada's book distribution uh, uh, mission. But you may only do two or three books. Someday you'll go out there and you'll do a hundred. But sometimes it's only two or three. But your intention was there. Krishna tastes that intention. And uh, also, Prophet says, don't be attached to the results. The results of the Jagya, the sacrifice, belong to who? Krishna. So the results, if you go out to distribute books, those results belong to Krishna. If he makes some arrangement that you distribute a lot of books, or a few books, he gets to taste your determination. So don't be attached to the big number, which is difficult. It's like when we're preaching. We are attached to taking everyone from the beginning all the way back to Godhead. So, we are, we, we have that attachment, but uh, it's not always going to work, so you can't always be totally attached to the results, now that's pretty darn hard, I mean that is really hard. Bigger minds than all of us have worked on how, how do we do that, especially when it comes to making devotees should be attached to doing the service. You may go for a long time, and people may come and people may go. If, you're, if you stay fixed on uh, the message, Lord Chaitanya is going to fill the place up. I, I know that perf- from personal experience and from seeing it happen to others, you stay fixed. You know? I mean, you may have to make some adjustments. Isn't it? When we started Krishna Cove, we had to make an adjustment or two. You know? But then all of a sudden Krishna started to send people. But he wants to see, how attached are you to working for me in this way? All right. I have a quick question. What if I'm I sorry.
1: Mostly, oh. <laughs> 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 I, love, I love to do that. Okay. What? (laughs) What if if your your intention is pure, but then uh, your ego swoops in and is like, "Oh, look at how great of a job you're doing! Look at this great devotional service you're doing! You're you're wonderful! You're this, you're that." Does that does that taint the the original intention of doing the service? Yeah. Or is it just
0: something that you have to deal with? No, it it does taint it, somewhat. To the degree, it always gets back down to this common denominator. Uh, How much do you allow the material energy to get involved? Material energy gets involved when my ego is involved. Or self-ambition. But I have my own self ambition. Create my own plan, which is why we're all in this world. I want to do my own thing. So
1: what if, when you're doing
2: that service, you might have that feeling, but you're you're always trying to renounce it. Continue, you know. Keep pushing it away. That's it. Yeah. Consistently. That's
0: and see, this is uh, this is wisdom, and you'll be doing that. The rest of your life, you'll be, you'll but you'll get to the point where you catch it, just as before the flame grows, you'll catch it when there's just a spark and it's about to ignite. You know, whatever technique works. I mean, for myself, I just say, stop it. You know, just stop it. You catch it. If you catch it early enough, before the fire ignites, then you don't have to throw water on it. You don't have to deal with it. You see? No, that's wisdom that you're that you're thinking like that. that you have to catch yourself. In time, you know when. But you have to. And it takes some time to actually be able to distinguish between. Am I doing the right? Am I having the right reaction or the wrong? Because it all seems right. Because it's for Krishna. Could be my ego, at least in part. That's okay. You're going to have to stumble through it a little bit. Some people grab it quicker than others. What
2: if you're in a family and you're trying to protect someone in your family's reputation, and you have some? in your mind, something like, I and
0: mean, you feel like you have to tell a lie or something like that. To protect the, re- the uh, family's reputation? Yeah. It sounds like you may be in, in a, a mundane area. You see, it could be. Although, sometimes we make sacrifices. For the benefit of people that I love, I'll do this. You know, there's there's honor. Honor is something that's not as as understood in this world as, as it should be. But there is tremendous honor. And some people have so much that they're willing to sacrifice themselves, you see. It's like Tamal Krishnamaraj used to tell me from time to time. We have to see beyond. Now you can't say this to everybody because people would get a little upset. But this is what he would tell me and a couple others. You have to see beyond your tiny little insignificant life. And become a part of this really big life. There's a big picture that's happening here, you know? This is big. But if you get into your life, you're just one of seven and a half billion people. And they're doing the same thing. Yet, if you devote your life to Guru and Krishna, and for us in ISKCON, spreading ISKCON, man, your life is way significant. the contributions that you might make, although they may look small compared to what other people are doing. You know? But still they're enormous. Enter in some personal interest and my own thing and this. Now I become insignificant just like, I mean, we have seven and a half billion people on the planet. Who are the significant people? Other than the devotees, who are the significant people? The politicians that tell us that they're significant? The scientists? The physicians that are trying to figure out a way to make billions off of the coronavirus? I mean, you know they are. You would. I would, if I was in their place. I know, but then a lot of them, wouldn't you? We'd be,
1: if we were non-devotees,
0: if we were non-devotees, we'd be like, and then we'll, and then cha-ching. So there's lots of people, you know. Fame, profit, adoration, distinction, these are the motivations for the non-devotees. And sometimes the devotees get a little hung up in that, depending on how much uh, the material energy has a hold of their consciousness. If you can let go of the material energy in your consciousness, then your thoughts and words and actions are uh, divine. You become, what's the word? Empowered. Is there anybody in this room that thinks they're empowered? Anybody else?
1: Not you.
0: I think you're all empowered to the degree that you can adhere to Guru Shadu Shastra. The empowerment is there. But if I start to take this and kind of come up with my own ha la 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 now I'm part of I'm one of seven and a half billion. You become very small. Yes. I was
1: thinking you know. Prabhupada gave, you know, different, and also Vajrayatamya, definitions of what humility means. And then once Prabhupada said, not want the deception of being honored by others, but um, another thing that early on really stood out to me, really significant for me, is that he said humility means to follow the instructions of the spiritual master. Yeah. So like, aside from all the externals or feelings, what, what, I, what I saw a lot with humility is, for myself, when I introspect, you start thinking about yourself too much It's like, am I right. humble or am I right. not humble well why am I thinking about myself I should be thinking about serving Guru's instructions because when I'm focusing on if I'm humble or not I'm not right. focusing on
0: serving the instructions of Guru if the Guru is bona fide you have a bona fide Guru means he's adhering with his Guru then yeah then that's it but that can be difficult because there's so many distractions. Especially now, in this age, my God, you know, I, it's, it makes me dizzy when I think of what is available to people now. My God, this internet, you don't understand. I mean, unless you had grown up in the days before computers, a couple of old guys here, <laughs> you know, you want to do research? You're going to go to the library. Yeah. <laughs> so you Never get reason. in this room with thousands of books. Where the heck do you start? <laughs> well, you just one after the other, and you know that was research. Now people are walking around with the internet in their pocket, and so we get all of these um, devotees and devotees and quasi and this you're just bombarding you know i've always got somebody from some part of the country not so much in europe or or india it used to be a lot in india but not so much anymore sending me something is this guy bona fide oh my God. if you would just stay have you tried this? I highly recommend it. <laughs> it's all there. Get tired of it. We got a shelf of others. You know, I mean, and you know, then you can graduate into, you can go from Bhagavad Gita into Shuman Bhagavatam. Yes, then you can get into Chaitanya Charita Muta. And if you're still a little bored, you can get into Brihad Bhagavatam Rita, you know. It's there. But we're not going to do it, are we?
1: So I have a
0: question. If I'm interacting with a devotee, is it it not appropriate or not wise for me? And I I see or interacting and I feel like, wow, this person has really done something good for me and I want to praise them.
1: But I know that as a devotee they probably are not interested in being puffed up. So from my point so should I would it be better for me to not even give the praise?
0: Uh, we run into that a lot. When I when I go to India or sometimes Rathyatra, some of my god brothers are there and I see them and I'm thinking, you know, I, I just have to say this. You know, now you're not going to, I sometimes actually say, I got to say this, you're not going to like it, but I'm going to say it.
1: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> and they're like, okay, go ahead. I really like the way that thing that you're doing with the house. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I'm just surrendering to the mercy of Prabhupada. That's what they'll say. Sometimes they just say, well, it's nice of you to say, and they're thinking that. You ever give a compliment to someone and they tell you, yes, uh, that's because. Well, you're thinking, oh I just did you harm. Because that compliment, now you're in false, you're in that false ego. And sometimes I'll I'll have God brothers that'll be giving me some compliment, you know, or I hear things are going well, that you're doing this and that. And then they'll say, I can tell I'm making you uncomfortable. But I have to say it. Say Hare Krishna. Okay. Next subject, you know, it's, it's uncomfortable for the uh, receiver. If some saintly person is giving you praise, that's uncomfortable. But it's very, realize the comfort that they're getting from it. So make the sacrifice. Take it. Don't keep it. Pass it on. It's, it's just the mercy of my guru. the giver,
1: don't give it, basically. Because if, if, if you're sort no. of saying. That you it feel
0: is, it, you give it.
1: Oh, you feel it, you give it. If
0: you feel that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. It's like I tell some of my God brothers: I'm praising you makes you uncomfortable. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> I told Guruprasad Swami one time: Do you need a couple of minutes to get over it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So okay, now, they always want you. Let's just pass right on to the next subject. Or...
1: They want to compliment you in
0: return. Yeah, and then you get into Judge Swami's good. You know, he can kick it back and forth. And he'll always win. Judge Waitak can convince you that you're and mean it. He's that good. There's no way you'll win with this man, you know. And he's arguably the most advanced Vaishnava we have. I mean, really, he's the, he's, I'd say many leaders would say he is, if you had to pick one, he's the thinker of knowing it all and not being, and being practically, you know, hardly anything at all, I'd say not at all, affected by the material energy or any outside influence from society or pride or you know? as, a lot, as a matter of fact a lot of people don't know what a, what a big man he is he doesn't think he's a big man he's just a guy struggling along just trying to hang in there that's his, his impression but yeah he was the first of, of Prabhupada's disciples to um, get disciples that become gurus Kadamakana Swami. A lot of people think that he's a Prabhupada disciple, but he's a disciple of Jadweta Swami. And in Kadamakana Swami is like another one of the greatest thinkers. I mean a pure Krishna. So, but are they puffed up? You'd never know it. People are still shocked when they say, He's his disciple. You know, like wow. them, it's just another day chanting Hari Krishna, going out there and collecting the fallen conditioned souls. Did you have a question?
2: Oh, it was it was just a comment about the libraries. Like you were saying, you have to go to the library and find your sources. It's like finding the book is just the start. So you got to find
0: the <laughs> book. Then <laughs> yeah. you got to go through the book, and I remember. Then, after going through the book, you think, that's not, the that's not what I was looking for. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, hey, I'm looking for somebody, to, you know, find somebody that knows, and then, yeah. yeah, that's just the beginning. But now there's so much, my point was, there's so much influence from the internet. Uh, and if you know how to use the internet, it can be a wonderful tool. Uh, the only thing is, there's so so much you get bombarded, and uh, I don't want to spend too much time on this. But what happens is that um, what what chapter is it in? Uh, Krishna's, It's an eighteenth chapter. Uh, your resolute determination becomes many branched because I, I I like what oh, he's got this, but oh, but he's got this, and, and oh, and. And he's got this and so I I get a little spread, which sometimes can help but a lot of times it it takes some of the wind out of your sails and it keeps you from going full speed ahead. Resolute determination. How is it worded instead of determination that's many branched? Intelligence. Yeah. Intelligence is unique. Which, to a point, is good. So, did you have a question?
2: Uh, I think you could use it intelligently because I started self-help four years ago, and when I read that book, any name that they mentioned, I wrote those names down, and I read their books, Mm. and ultimately, that's what led me to here through that through that process.
0: That's a good point. Mm -hmm. What you're doing is you're following a a path. This one's, you know, that's, that's good. Yeah. It can be good. But sometimes people get a little splayed out on it. And it's because we get a little somewhat bewildered by it. I was getting bombarded when I first realized that I had a heart difficulty many, many years ago and, you know, other challenges. I was getting bombarded by devotees that were saying, go to this site and go to this site and go to... And so here I was, I was doing it. I was it. So one week I'd have a, this kind of exercise and this kind of diet and then I'd have this kind, these kind of supplements and then I'd have... And then I realized after a while, wait a minute, I got caught in their loop. I'm going around and around and around. And I thought, deal me out, you know. I thought I was old enough to not get caught up in it, but I did, you know. Through self-interest. I wanna anyway. Yeah, we're all right, go ahead.
1: One of the self-controlled and unattached who disregards all material enjoyments can obtain by practice of renunciation the highest perfect stage of freedom from reaction. Srila Prabhupada says, No renunciation means that one should always think himself part and parcel of the Supreme Lord and therefore think that he has no right to enjoy the results of his work. Since he is part and parcel of the Supreme Lord, the results of his work must be enjoyed by the Supreme Lord. This is actually Krishna consciousness. A person acting in Krishna consciousness is really a sannyasi, one who is in the renounced order of life. By such a mentality, one is satisfied because he is actually acting for the Supreme. Thus he is not attached to anything material. He becomes accustomed to not taking pleasure in anything beyond the transcendental happiness derived from the service of the Lord. A sannyasi is supposed to be free from the reactions of his past activities, but a person who is in Krishna consciousness automatically attains his perfection. Without even accepting the so called order of renunciation. This state of mind is called Yoga Rudra, or the professional stage of yoga. As confirmed in the third chapter, Yes, Tatma Gatir one who is satisfied in himself has no fear of any kind of reaction to his activity.
0: One who is satisfied in himself, once you achieve that, self satisfaction, and that comes from self realization, who you are. What is your, your mission? What is your ultimate mission? If you can realize your ultimate mission, then you can easily determine what is my life's mission in this life. And not enough people understand that there is, like I was saying before, there's a much bigger picture to you, the living entity. So what is, what is your mission? And I'm not talking about, well, you know, I get in this profession and get married, have 2.3 children, you know, get a BMW, get my house paid for before I retire, get a nice pension, you know, buy a condo in Florida on the beach, you know. So, yeah, that's my mission. So, no, if you know the mission far beyond that, you know, I want Krishna. Well, now, this this life's mission has just been defined, you see, because I've got this bigger mission. So that's my mission. So this is transcendental thinking. This is, uh, how, did, how does Prabhupada put that? Uh, one is satisfied in himself. I'm satisfied that I know my ultimate destiny. And that's to be, uh, rejoined with Krishna. That's my destiny. I want Krishna. I want him back. He's mine, he belongs to me, and I want him. I demand Krishna. You can demand Krishna. What does Krishna do if you demand him?
1: He gives himself to me. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah. Krishna's like, oh that's so sweet of you to say. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> or you can go, you know, you can always take the long path. You know? It's like there's this history, uh, I forget the guy's name. He was building the railroad from, uh, it's after the Civil War. They were building the railroad to connect the eastern, west part of the United States. And so there was this one guy that was in charge of coming out of the eastern part. And he was having the surveyors make the railroad like this, you know. And one of them said, but this is all flat prairie land now that we're in Nebraska or wherever it was. We can just go straight. And the guy said, you're fired. Get out of here. So the, the guy left. He was a foreman or engineer or something. And the other guy said, you're getting paid $16,000 a mile to build this railroad by the government, right? And he said, yes, you're catching on. So we don't want to go straight. So sometimes people get caught up in a different goal. The goal is to go like this. Even in spiritual life. The goal becomes to do spiritual life. The goal should be Krishna. But it can be, it can be easily become spiritual life. Quote, unquote. Does that make any sense? Do you understand that?
1: No, forgive me. I guess I'm dense. I didn't get it. What, 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 I mean, so you're saying spiritual life ought to be like this? Or no, like no, not?
0: It should it be a straight line. Prabhupada said, why should you take the stairs when you can easily take the lift, you okay. know, the okay. elevator? But some people want the trek. They want the...
1: And what about those folks? Are they So that's not a good situation, or that's fine? They, they're doing it that way? And it's better to go straight. Better to go straight.
0: It's better to go straight. If you feel more comfortable with the... the okay. But then there's possibilities... That you may get distracted by the material energy. You know, very few people are going to go in a straight line. You know, many people, most, are going to go a little bit like this. And and, I can't encourage people to do that, but it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I would never say it's either straight or nothing. No, that's not right. You know. But you know, we always want people. To, Come on, let's go. That was Prabhupada's mood. Let's go. Let us go now. Yeah. So, Lord Caitanya
1: was giving the example of the gardener, and he was saying how we start growing, like we're cultivating bhakti then So. This is it sometimes that we we catch a weed, like you were saying earlier. We start becoming attuned to these things, but at the same time, the mo- momentum of material energy is so powerful, it might be hard to not get diverted by that weed.
0: Oh, it's a struggle,
1: even if we catch that weed. Yeah. So he was saying, a no, be diligent gardener, but how do we go about removing maybe the stronger weeds?
0: You need connection with guru. A good connection. And you need uh, connection with Sadhu. And I say this; I don't say it enough. But you, if you're if you're going to follow in footsteps, follow in the biggest footsteps you can find. So I mean that's the way I was taught when I was new. You know, Sadhu means Sadhus. Not just, of course, it could be said any devotee. Is a sadhu. Yes, that's true. But there's different levels of sadhus. So, you want to take instruction? Get it from um, the water tastes sweeter at the mouth of the stream. You know, get it from is it. So, your sadhu association should be as good as you can get it. You see? And that'll help you. And then, of course, Shastra. But if, you, if you're into Shastra, and you have mediocre sadhu association, you're gonna have questions about your realization of, of Shastra, right? So if you get mediocre, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to place that, but if you get mediocre realization, then you're going to have mediocre realization of Shastra. You see, that's okay. It's going to—it's just a longer route. But if, if you, because we we all need to help with our realization of Shastra and application. Okay, now that I've lear- heard this. How do I apply it for the, the uh, satisfaction of the big mission? Not me. Not just what you want or what you like. You see what I mean? So, for my uh, realization of shastra and for my application, I need to get it as from his highest sources as I can and therefore I I say we need uh, we need so many more leaders in ISKCON we're in desperate need for le- leaders because we have so many people now we didn't used to have this many devotees you see and now we have so many and so many more are coming We need, and and I'm not just talking leaders, I'm talking powerful leaders, you see, that can give the higher understanding and help you with a higher realization, you see. So then your progress will be straight. So we need that. We need that a tremendous amount. Does that make any sense? You know? So, I mean, we want thousands of pure devotees. Millions, armies of them. So, and Krishna will, will send them, you know, those who, are, does that make any sense? This is a result of, uh, of some conversations I've had the last couple of days with some of my godbrothers. Other parts of the world. So. Does that make any sense? So we, we really want people to come in that door and take over, become a leader. you know take it take the swallow that mission. yes, that's what we need. And it will happen. It's predicted that Iscon will be that way. You see it's predicted it, this will happen. Are you going to see it? I don't know. I don't know what Krishna's time, timing is, but it's coming. That army's marching. It's, it's on its way here now. Those souls are on their way. Let's see. This Kali Yuga will be defeated for the next uh, 9,500 years. It will be. And then after that, it's going to get kind of difficult. Kind of difficult. You know? you know but until then this army will be here the cavalry's is on its way you know i don't know who these souls are but they're coming and we'll all have a, we all have our part in it but does that make any sense all right you want to take this next one
2: O son of Prunuts, lean from me how one has achieved this perfection, can attain the supreme perfectional stage, Brahman, the stage of highest knowledge. By acting in a way, I shall now summarize. Purport the Lord describes Anjuna how one can achieve the highest perfectional stage simply by engaged in his occupational duty. Performing that duty for the Supreme Personality of Godhead, one attains the Supreme Stage of Brahman simply by renouncing the results of his work for the satisfaction of Supreme Lord. That is the process of self-realization. The actual perfection of knowledge is in attaining pure Krishna consciousness. That is described in the following verses. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Um, what is meant by attaining the supreme stage of Brahman? It's
0: not Brahman realization,
2: right? Brahman realization? Uh, right, it's talking about, because it's, it's the supreme stage of Brahman, so it's not referring to Brahman realization. Okay.
0: Basically, that means a firm realization that I am not this body. Aham Brahmas, I am spirit. And you know, a lot of people think, hey, I got that. Hey, I got that realization, I know that. Well, you do right this minute, but when we walk out that door and greet the material world, we're going to start acting back on the bodily platform to some degree, you see? So that when we fully realize, how do we fully realize that? By renunciation. What does renunciation mean? Renouncing the fruits of my activities. What does that actually mean? Words, actions, thoughts offered to guru and Krishna. That is renunciation. Do you have to take sannyas to do that? Or on a prostitute? No. No. A, a, a grihasta can be an ideal sannyasi. With renunciation. Now on this visual plane, we may say, well, no, you've got a wife. How can you be a saponoi? Oh, you, you don't understand the spiritual planes. Renunciation is there. Renunciation is renunciation. There are some uh, married couples that are both renounced, husband and wife. They're on a different. So they're not like uh, people trying to make it in the material world, you know. And you can still be engaged in material activities, but you're giving it whatever portion you can of your time and energy, money, whatever you can. Some people say, I can remember at one point for years, I was so busy in my business. I got into a business that just swallowed me. To survive, I had to really, really work. It paid well. So I couldn't really, I mean, I could give classes here and there, but I couldn't be involved in, you know, every day making devotees. And, so I gave money.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, I got a great deal of satisfaction from giving that. The more, the more I gave, the more I, I felt good. You. you know, when you give money to a, an ISKCON project, you may you may go back there years later and there's that that donation you gave is still there. You know?
1: No form the floor.
0: floor or building <laughs> or something. And there might even be some old timer that'll see you staring at it and say, yeah, I remember when you when you did this, you know. So not that I want that because I know that guy on the altar in there with the flute, I know he remembers it. And the guy on the sign, I know he remembers it. So, but it's, that, it, it's the gift that keeps on giving. I, yeah, I, I guess, you know, that's there because, you know, so, so that is renunciation. Could have kept it. But does that make any sense? Yes. Yeah.
2: Well thank you.
0: And not and the, the amount varies depending on your ability. That's at that time I had a higher ability. You know? Yeah. And it kinda seemed like the more I did, more Krishna starts throwing at me. It got to be kind of a silly game. You know. Tamal Krishnamara used to kid me. He'd say, and I wonder what Krishna's gonna do next. You're gonna get another challenge. I said, what's the challenge? He said, he's gonna send you another wad of money and you're gonna have to figure out how to engage it. (laughs) Or keep it. Whoa. (laughs) <laughs> 'Cause there is that desire you know, you look at the numbers and you think, I don't know if I want to let this go. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was a big deal I closed, you know. Look look at that number, you know. Nah, stop it. Just get over yourself, come on. you know it's there is that temptation to take that number. And give it over to that guy you could even think well look he has everything Krishna has everything what does he need from me am I going to make a difference Krishna's already rich see so I've just mundane mundaneized. is that a word <laughs> it is now by <laughs> <laughs> my, my thinking you see what I mean me. yeah i just on a mundane level I'm justifying it's not going to make that much of a difference. So in that thought, it's kind of a waste, isn't it? But it would mean a, a much bigger difference for me to keep it, to me. Economies of scale, you know, from what I have for me to keep this chunk. What if I give it to him?
1: It's insignificant.
0: Because he's not so much. So that's mundane. Krishna doesn't see it that way. You give a little something to Krishna, oh, it's huge. It's like um, in Mumbai one time there was this, um, this little girl and she was struggling. They were passing out some maha. And there were some sweet balls. And so she was struggling to get one, little tiny girl. And so she got one. She got this sweet ball from the deity. And so Rasa, uh, Rada Rusby Bihari. And so she starts trying to get through the crowd to get to Prabhupada. And meanwhile, this gentleman, this Indian gentleman was writing Prabhupada a check for $10,000. This was in the 70s, so $10,000 was a lot more money than it is now. So the Indian gave it to Prabhupada, and Prabhupada took it, oh, touched it to his head, thank you very much. So this little girl finally fights her way through the crowd, and she says to Prabhupada, Prabhupada, take this. And Prabhupada said, "Ah, you brought that for me? Oh, that's so nice. Prabhupada popped it in his mouth, and he patted her on the head. He made this big deal. And then this, this gentleman says, Swamiji, I do not understand. I'm giving you $10,000 and you like, thank you very much. And some little girl gives you a and you're like, so. And Prabhupada said, she gave me everything she had. She gave me everything that was near and dear to her. $10,000 is just a little bit to you. But thank you. What's <laughs> <laughs> <Yikes. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> that sound <stop> again? <laughs> All right, so should we do another one or should we wrap it up? I think some of us have to get ready
1: yeah. All right, let's yeah,
0: yeah let's uh, let's wrap it up. Any any discussion? Those of you who need to go can go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Fun Thank you. as always. But um, well, we're going to Snables place at base, yeah. aren't we? <laughs> this is good. This is very yeah, it's. Well, yeah. so see you guys in a bit. You I'm, I'm enjoying yeah. it. Thank you. Thank
1: you. Hi, Krishna. Um, How are you? Good to see you. Nice All right. You got the speaker? Yeah, I'll grab that and I'll okay. see you in a bit. Okay. Krishna.